calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. I want to take a second to tell you about a podcast I think you'll really like, Mayday. No one is prepared for disaster. No one knows exactly how they'll react in a plane crash, an earthquake, or when a lone gunman decides to open fire. On Mayday, you'll hear about the people who had to find out, people whose stories deserve to be heard. Join hosts Maya Nalani and Luke Welland as they tell you about extraordinary people who found themselves in extraordinary circumstances. Listen to Mayday wherever you get your podcasts. For ad-free episodes and bonus content for all Dayton Writers Movement shows, including Uncanny Valley, visit patreon.com slash hidden people podcast. Uncanny Valley contains mature language, content, and themes. Please listen with care. For a full list of triggers, please visit DaytonWritersMovement.com slash triggers. Why are you doing this? You always do this. I do not always do anything. Okay, fine. You do this frequently. All I said was stop criticizing every little thing I do. I am not criticizing you. I was just suggesting. But pointing out everything I do wrong is criticizing. I did not do that. I just said you should have taken the other road. You never said should. I think I know what I said. You do? You'd forget your ass if you weren't sitting on it. Don't be a dick. Oh, so now we're name-calling. Very mature. (laughs) Fuck you. You fucking asshole. Stop the car. What? Stop the car. I'm getting out. We're miles from home. It's cold. I'm getting out. I can't be near you right now. (laughs) Fine. You want to be a child? Fine. Seriously, just getting out. Oh, nice. Just flip me off. Enjoy freezing to death. Maybe not my smartest moment. (laughs) Why does it have to be so freezing out here? 
he's such a jerk. But he wouldn't just leave me here. Tom? Hello, Sandy. Oh, thank God. I knew you wouldn't just leave me out here. Of course I would not. Look, I'm sorry. I I was just... I just don't like it when you accuse me of being controlling. I know. I have something to show you. Come here. What? It is just over this way. Come here. I just want you to show me the car. I'm, I'm, I'm frozen. Yes. It is just over this way. The car. Come here. We are very close. Okay, creepo. Quit being strange. Just take me back to the car? Yes. Good. We are almost there. We haven't even gone anywhere yet. Come here. We are very close. Tom? What's... Why are you acting so... Riders Movement presents Uncanny Valley, starring Luna Madison, Emily Kallenberg, Jordan Lopez, and Ben Essex. Original music by Catherine Seaton. Also starring Tommy Bellage, Stephen Kallenberg, Alan Limpke, Megan Ruper, and Katie Williams. magic of a combustion engine, anyway. You're Alaskan paradise. It's really remote. Yep. 
Five miles from town, and even in town, is remote. You, uh, you did say you wanted remote. I did. Yeah. Right, uh, so, uh... It's great. I mean, I was just trying to get you what you asked for. And you had said remote, so... Really? It's perfect. I love it. Well, all right then. Here, let me show you around. Thanks, Everett. Rhett is fine. Everett's just on the paperwork. Okay. I'm still Audrey. Not Audie? Please, no. <laughs> Duly noted. So these are your grounds. Obviously the cabin, but your land is 12 acres. Cabin's not quite in the center, but the woods behind the cabin, the woods on the side of the cabin, and the woods on the other side of the cabin are yours. What about the woods down the hill? Also yours. Nearest neighbor is three miles away or so. Back the way we came, we passed his property. The one with all those signs? Yep. You'd think being in the most remote place in the world would be enough of a no trespassing sign, but not for Marcus Pinker. It's okay. I wasn't planning on trespassing very often anyway. <laughs> That's good. You catch Marcus in the ice scraper, he'll buy you a beer. But he catches you on his property? I don't like your odds, I'm afraid. Uh, the ice scraper? Town bar and restaurant. You'll see when you visit that it's only a few buildings, so they have to serve multiple functions. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Cold out here. Let's go inside. I'll continue the grand tour. There's no lock? Sure there is, but no reason to lock it when no one's living here. But you knew I was moving in today. Miss Audrey, the only soul that set foot on these grounds in the last year is me. Excepting just now. You won't need to lock your doors around here. I appreciate that. But I'd like the key all the same. And I'll be keeping it locked. No judgment. No judgment. The key's on the table. And you'll show me the whole cabin? Well, there isn't a whole lot to see. But you won't leave until we've gone through it all, right? Oh, no. No, ma'am. I'll show you the whole place, top to bottom. Won't leave till you want me to. Okay. As you could see, other than the bedroom, bathroom, and the other small room that you can use however you like, it's all right here. Kitchen living space. Made that dining table myself. And the rocking chair in the corner. Oh, they're beautiful. Seeing as you're a professional artist, I'll file that compliment away to smile about later. Oh, you said my things already came in? Dahlia flew them in earlier this week, and I brought them over. Put them in the spare room. All still in boxes, but I can help you unload if you like. No, thank you. I can manage on my own. As you will. 
I stock the groceries. Mostly non-perishables. I really appreciate it. You paid for fully furnished, and I'm not about to change the definition of fully. Even still, the groceries are above and beyond. Thank you. <laughs> Ma'am. Over there's the radio. Cell won't always work out here, especially if the weather acts up. So you can use the radio to call your neighbors if you get into trouble. This here's your wood-burning stove. Supplements the propane heater, which reminds me. I need to check your propane level. I forgot to do that when I was getting the place ready. And the manuals for all the appliances and whatnot are on the table? All the originals I could find. For the ones I couldn't, I printed them from the internet. Also printed you some basics on chopping wood and using your rifle. Those don't have traditional manuals. I'm not planning on using the rifle. Ma'am, this is Alaska. You always keep that rifle within sight when you're at home. I've seen bears walk right into people's houses before. Like... through the front door? If it isn't latched. You need me to show you how to use the rifle? I... I can read the guide. You're not regretting the move here yet, are you? Trust me. Worse things than bears could walk through the front door where I'm coming from. Fair enough. Rifles by the door. It's loaded. Extra ammunition's in the pantry. The pantry? A uh, shelf up from the canned soup. Next to the cereal. Naturally. I'm gonna go check the propane. I have a feeling it's low. Um, before you go, could you... Oh, oh right, right, of course. Uh, beds made. New toothbrush in the top drawer of the vanity. Nobody else here. Thank you. I'm sorry that I'm... I, I just told you a story about bears coming in through the front door. Makes sense to check all the rooms. I appreciate it. Let me uh, check the propane and get some papers from my snow machine. Oh, that's right. My snowmobile. Snow machine, unless you want dirty looks. Yours is under a tarp on the south side of the house. And keep it covered when you're not using it. It's fully gassed up. Manuals with the others. You're a godsend. I'm just a realtor. <laughs> Rhett, sometime I will tell you about what that word means in the lower 48. Because it's a lot less than all this. Well, thank you, Miss Andrea. I'll be back in a jiffy. Audrey, babe, have you seen this place? It's... it's quaint. Homey. I like it. Oh, the cabin is cute in a rustic backcountry, gonna feel like a horror movie at night kind of way. More of a visit than a live. But it could grow on me. But, um, the nowhereness of it all? What about it? What about it? 
This place is a fresh start. I was thinking more like Albuquerque or Vegas for a fresh start. Far from everything I need to get away from. You know, Albuquerque and Vegas, also far away. Nobody can find us up here unless we want them to. Uh, yeah, but also no one can hear you scream up here. Ah! Izzy, no one can ever hear you scream. Also, ow. But the mall, Audrey, the mall. Think of all the poor clothes that will go unpurchased. And believe me, your wardrobe is already a crime against fashion. Your sense of style is 14 years out of date. So maybe you don't have the most valid opinion on this. I'm sure there's one in Anchorage. That's only like a seven hour drive. And you have to drive a snow machine an hour to the train station just to get your car. Also, nobody goes to the mall anymore. Amazon is like the new mall. That's ridiculous. I haven't been to a mall that didn't have multiple empty storefronts in over a year. Because you only go to the old folks mall now? I, I, I don't even know how to respond to that. Because it's such a scathing and accurate retort. Scoreboard, Izzy one, Audrey, negative 11 billion. <laughs> that would have been way more clever if you had left me at zero and just raised your own score. Negative 11 billion and one. Walls learn faster from conversation than you do. Look, all I'm saying is that Nowheresville is not where I want to live. Well, it's where I want to live. I could have left you back in the big city. Don't be mean. Sorry. You know I don't think that's funny. I'm sorry, Izzy. You're right. That's not funny. No, it's not. But you know what is funny? Oh, dear lord. Knock, knock. Who's there? Non sequitur. Non sequitur who? What does a vegan zombie eat? What? Grains. <laughs> oh my god. Two jokes in one, Audrey. Two jokes in one. Why do I put up with this? Go Izzy. It's your birthday. Your slang is as modern as your fashion sense. People still say that. Are you really unhappy here? I'm sorry if I made you feel like you don't get a say in where we live. Where we live? I'm just saying. Like I thought, propane's low. Were you saying something? Oh, no, just talking to myself. Oh, oh okay, I was gonna say, I hope you haven't been talking to me this whole time because I couldn't hear you out there. Nope, just myself. Awkward habit. Well, here are those papers. Spots to sign have little arrow stickers. I'm gonna head over to town and get you some propane. I'll haul some back and refill it for you. That's amazing. Thank you so much, Rhett. You're making this all so easy. Just being your realtor. We've already established this, but I don't think you know what that word means. Well, alright. You can tell me over a beer sometime. Deal. I'm going to go check your outhouse, then head to town. Outhouse? Can't always rely on the septic. But with those bears, I wouldn't feel right if I didn't check it again. I'll be back later. Gross. What's gross? He was hitting on you. He was not. Plus, he's like 70. And we have circled back to the gross. 
He's just a nice man. Izzy, he was just being polite. You've only ever lived in cities. People in smaller communities are much nicer. Whatever a place the size of Ohio, but with a population of 50 is called, it's not a community. This town is not the size of Ohio. Not called a town, either. Call it whatever you want. He wanted to check out your outhouse. <laughs> oh, good lord. Somebody out there? Hello? Marcus? Is that you? What are you doing up here? Hello, Everett. Come here. I have something to show you. Uncanny Valley will return in a moment. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. And now, back to Uncanny Valley. And there's like this CB radio phone my phone doesn't work. A CB radio? Who do you call? Long haul truckers? <laughs> no, really. It's, it's very nice up here. And by nice, you mean cold, right? Stop it. You sound like Izzy. Ah, the infamous best friend, Izzy. You do realize I need to meet her someday for as much as you talk about her. Nora, you and I have only been in a room together twice. All the best artists are introverts. Right. My introversion is why we don't get together. Certainly not that you live across the country. <laughs> and behold, you move across the country and yet are still across the country from me. How's that work? What can I say? I'm an introvert. <laughs> All I'm saying is that I want to have a drink with Izzy sometime. Yeah, um, 
I, I don't know. She's, well, sure. You'll need to meet her someday. Sometimes I'm not sure she really exists. Oh, she exists. Trust me. She thinks I don't exist? What a bitch. Hey, don't swat at me like I'm your annoying dog or whatever. Sometimes she's so real that it's like having an annoying dog. Ugh. Go talk to your stupid manager then. You two deserve each other. That's code for I hate you. All your stuff made it up there? Well, uh, yeah. I've been opening boxes all afternoon. Audrey, it's ten here, so it's not afternoon anymore. Really? It gets dark so early that I didn't even realize. You haven't eaten yet? I was waiting for Rhett to get back. Rhett? You've been there less than a day and you've already made a friend? What? Oh, <laughs> no. Everett. He's the realtor who sold me the house. Oh. It, and you're having dinner with him. Should I be concerned? I'm not having dinner with him. Hmm. I was just going to wait to eat until after he swung by to pick up his paperwork. Oh. And he didn't come back? Not yet. Did he say when he was coming back? He just said later. I see. Not sure I like a man coming by at night when you're so isolated. Are you okay with it? It's... it's fine. He's a nice old man. Emphasis on the old. <laughs> also, he gave me a gun. A gun? Uh, for the bears. And we're sure this move was a good idea. You know it was. All right. Yes. It was necessary for you to get out of the city. But Alaska? It's so quiet up here. Like the nearest neighbor is some recluse who lives miles away. <laughs> and there are cons to that too, you know. Sure. The... The heating could go out, and I would need to chop my own wood to survive while I waited out the brutal Alaskan winter. I'm serious. <laughs> I'm sure there are other dangers. I could fall and break my hip in... 50 years? Yeah. You did mention bears, and they have wolves and pumas and whatnot. I think they're called mountain lions up here. Or cougars? Aren't they all the same animal? See? Dangerous. I think they're more scared of me than I am of them. I bet they write that on the headstones of a lot of hikers. I'm not scared of animals. I can handle animals. I'm sure you can. Just be careful. I will be. I'm looking forward to just spending some time alone and focusing on my sculptures. I probably won't ever have a visitor. Unless I make friends. Unless you make friends? <laughs> Maybe you will. Maybe this is the fresh start you needed. A good reset. You can meet nice new people and make new friends. I just might. <laughs> Are you talking to me or her? Because if you're talking to me... <laughs> you know, he'll never be able to find you up there. I know. I'm the only person who knows your address. There are three layers of people between an order coming in and it even reaching me. Nothing can be traced to me. I know. Which means nothing can be traced to you. I know. I... I am safe here. Except for the bears. <laughs> Except for the bears. But I do have the gun. And if some creep ever comes to your house, that will work on him just as well as on the bears. Damn straight it will. <laughs> Enjoy your alone time. Enjoy having literally no other humans around. I don't know what that's like after living in the city for most of my life. 
<laughs> so let your hair down. Walk around brawless. Look at the stars. The, the stars? <laughs> oh, you poor city girl. I know what stars are, Nora. Have you ever looked at them outside the city, though? No. Who cares? Go out now. Go look. Nora... I'm serious. Go and keep me on. I want to hear. You want to hear the stars? I want to hear you. Fine. If you can hear me, I'm going to walk around and see if the signal comes back. Damn, girl. That's what stars are supposed to look like. Nora, can you hear me? Huh? We are one with nature out here. Shh. Don't you shh me. Izzy, did you hear that? Hear what? It sounded like someone was calling my name. Uh, no. No one's out here but us. Four miles. Remember your intricate plan of becoming a hermit? Maybe Rhett came back. I didn't hear his snowmobile. Snow machine. Whatever. Shh, shh, shh. There it was again. I am hearing nothing. Someone's coming. I'm sure it's the old guy. Maybe get the gun. I didn't read the manual. It's a gun. You watch movies, you'll manage. It has to be right. Hello, Audrey. Rhett? Uh, sorry, it's really dark out here. I can hardly see you. I am sorry. It is very dark. Yeah, I was just expecting you earlier, but it's fine. Just call next time you're coming so late. I am sorry. I should have called. It's fine. Um, your papers are inside. Did you bring the propane? Come here. I have to show you. The propane? It is just over this way. Oh, okay. Uh, do you need my help to carry it? Yes. It is just over here. Hope it's not too heavy. I haven't been to the gym in a while. 
come here. We are very close. Audrey? Audrey! What? Something isn't right. It'll be fine. He's a harmless old man. Just over here. Almost there. Mm-mm. Audrey, seriously, stop. Something's wrong. Just chill. You know that survival instinct that is screaming in your head right now? The one you're ignoring so you can be polite? Fuck this propane and fuck politeness. We are almost there. Come here. Just this way. Uh, Red, it's dark and late. Why don't you leave the propane and I can get it tomorrow? No. We are nearly there. Just over here. I don't think so. Wait. Do not leave. Come back tomorrow in the daytime. Get out of here, Audrey. Wait. No, you stay there. Weird. Understated but true. And also, what the fuck? I don't know. He was acting a little weird. A little? Something was off. Something just... You were right about my instincts. My gut screamed to run. Like I said, survival instincts. I just... I've never felt something like that before. Like this weird... Fear? I don't know. I didn't get anything like that from him earlier. Maybe because it's dark? Or maybe because he was being weird as fuck? I don't know. It wasn't... It wasn't like an adrenaline situation, just... I just wanted to get away from him. Do you think he's gone? Hold on, I'll look. gone. I don't see him anywhere. Are you sure? I'm sure. Okay. Maybe if we, um, maybe we read the manual for the gun. Dayton Riders Movement presents Uncanny Valley. Executive producers, Chris Burnside and Megan Burnside. Producers, Lucy Waskowitz and Carrie Zahn. Lead writer, Chris Burnside. Script editor, Lucy Waskowitz. Audio production, McKinney Botts, Chris Burnside, and Catherine Seaton. 
For more Uncanny Valley, visit our website at DaytonRidersMovement.com slash Uncanny Valley. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available.